Welcome to episode one of the Heart of Texas podcast. So to fill you guys in on why we haven't posted this one yet, well, I filmed this episode probably about two months ago, and I didn't have the idea of doing the podcast with Cade yet, but I had decided to go ahead and film an episode with some of my college buddies, and this is the first episode. So on this episode, we talk about the top rock ballads from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, give you our today's crazy story, and we also give you our recommendations for that week. Viewer discretion is definitely advised for this episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to episode one. I'm here with my guest, Jay Hicks, or aka The Wolf, and my friend Caden Coker. Yeah, I know. So we have, a, we have a solid episode ahead of us here for episode one. So we're going to be talking about the top rock balance, and we're, we're just not going to stop from there. So our first round of our bracket, we have Vienna by Billy Joel versus Beth by Kiss. So we're going we're gonna to do a deep dissection of each band, and we're going to kind of see which is the top rock ballad for out of these uh, out of this group out of these individuals and then we're just going to kind of go down from there and we'll just kind of fill you in from there okay so we're going to start uh billy jewel versus kiss and i i would say kind of billy jewel is a number one seed Uh, we're gonna put in billy jewel at a number one seed beth is just kind of one of those og ballads that kind of just stuck out that you need to put on there it's it's also she's kind of there it's it's kind of there but at the same time it was one of the ones that kind of like helped pave the way but like i mean with vienna and billy jewel I mean that shit hits home. Yeah. For I mean like, I Don't mean me wrong, for me it does. Song, Beth but is it's a not. It's not gonna song. slap you in the face like Vienna is. Yeah, you know, because <clears> like <throat> Beth, you kind of just get, I guess, the story of. Uh, oh Beth, what can I do? Da, da, da. You know, yeah, like, it, no, it, it's exactly. awesome. It's it's amazing, but like Vienna, the lyrics can just. Yeah, like, I, she pervertedly just so well. Like it, it's just. You know, I think if if you look at the disc disc uh, photography for the the entire you know Kiss versus Billy Jewel, I think I think Billy Jewel definitely trumps uh, Kiss. Yeah. Um, exactly. Even though even yeah. though we have more rock ballads. In my opinion. Yeah. So I guess top rock sound like top rock. Song so ballads. our top left, we are going to go ahead and, and put Vienna yeah. into the uh, next round. I don't even know how many bands we have. Uh, yeah, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, uh, thirteen, fourteen. Okay, so we have 22. Vienna has punched its way. So we're going to go down from there because we have we have Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven, and then we have uh, Kansas, Dust in the Wind. It's it's definitely a tough one, but uh, I think I think if we're... But I feel like when I die, yeah, no. I meet my Reaper, I want him to tell me, like when I ask what it all means, that they tell me it's, we're all just dust in the wind. Kansas song? All right there, Dean, calm down. I, I, I see, know. I don't know about that. I, see, my problem with Stairway to Heaven is it's just so overplayed. See, for me, it's way overplayed, but for me, I feel like don't wrong, my favorite song. slow... I mean, I guess slower ballad type song for Led Zeppelin will always be going to California. Going to California, or maybe the way it was, or maybe, maybe I'm going to leave you. But I still don't think that we should put Stairway to Heaven in as the ballad. Okay, so so you're having Stairway to Heaven upset in the first round. 100%. To dust, to dust in the wind. To Kansas, dust in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's you know, a tough one for like, me, and that's and that's hard for me to that's say all, because Jimmy Page is one of my idols. Wait, wait, wait so what were you, what were you saying, Jess? Because I mean, you hear "Stairway to Heaven" 
all the time on the radio. I mean, it's constantly being played. No, see, that's where you're wrong. I've only heard it on the radio a couple times, but I'm saying it's ever played in like... Well, okay, so we only have... We, so we have like a... Stairway to Heaven for me, I mean, if we're looking at our left side list over here, uh, it's, um, I mean, it's it's a, definitely a very high seed. Uh, so it's, I, a, it's a higher seed, but I'm still going to put Dust in the Wind past Stairway to Heaven. But I mean, if it was going to California up there, I'm putting going to California as a one seed, like up against Vienna. But also who, versus somebody who just kind of listens to music versus somebody who's really deep into like knowing yeah, the Yeah, so like different Stairway opinions. to Heaven yeah. going to... I mean, I'm down to send Dust in the Wind to the second round um, right. because, because, like you said, because like yeah. Jimmy Page oh, and the idols, man, Robert Plant, John Paul, all of them, man, they're they're huge idols, man. It hurts to do that, but Dust in the Wind is just such a solid song. It really? Have you you ever walk around alone in your town, listen to Dust in the Wind while the breeze is blowing? Uh, we're gonna put Dust in the Wind, and then they're gonna compete against Vienna. But we're gonna go down, and we're gonna go to Motley Crue's "Home Sweet Home," as well as Leonard Skinner "Two's Days Gone." This is like a this is like this is like a no this is like a seven versus eight like because you don't know who's gonna you don't know who's gonna come out of it. This is so hard to talk about. So we'll let Jay tell us tell us what you think. What you're gonna throw up first? Honestly, I'm on the fence at it on it at this point. I mean, do you want to go with a classic like Tuesday's Gone, which has the history behind it, versus Home Sweet Home, which is more of a uh, glam rock band versus... I don't know, man. It's. I'd like to hear the other arguments against it, because right now I'm honestly on the fence. Well, Leonard Skinner has the name recognition. like. But I feel like And Molly the reputation too. back behind it versus Motley Crue. But not Molly only Crue. that, I feel like Molly Crue still does too. I mean, just because, I mean, Leonard Skinner kind of has this... I guess thing about him that people interpret and stuff, but I mean, Molly Crew also has name recognition too. I mean, yes. they did just have a movie made about him on Netflix. That that's right. That's and, valid. I mean, the movie was amazing, and I, I mean, it definitely shed some light on a lot of stuff that I didn't know in the background of Molly Crew coming to rise and fame and stuff like that. But I mean, maybe it's just like the blues grass like soul in me. I think between Home Sweet Home and Tuesday's Gone, but she's Tuesday's Gone. Over Home Sweet Home. I mean, they're both fantastic songs. Uh, they both hit home for me, but I feel like Tuesday's Gone is just going to stick in a little deeper than Home Sweet Yeah, I know. I, I, see, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to go Tuesday's Gone. I mean, that song to me is like, it's recognizable every time you hear it. Home Sweet every Home. Time, like, as soon as yeah, you hear it from the it's start, just, yeah. like, I mean, I mean, but both of them. So, tu- yeah, so, so we got Tuesday, okay, so we got Tuesday's Gone going into the second round. Yeah, I, t- I take Tuesday. Yeah, okay, I would, I would take okay. Tuesday. Well, that, okay. This so that decides that. So Leonard Skinner is going to the next round. Yep. So next round we have "Every Rose Has Its Thorn," of course by Poison, and we have "Can't Fight This Feeling" by Ario Speedwagon. This is going to be a rough one. Yeah. See, this is another. See, see this is another see, like eight versus seven versus eight. Emotionally, I'm attracted to "Every Rose Has Its." Honestly, I see both of them are popular in their own ways. I mean, different eras. You know, I mean, we have '70s yeah. versus '80s. Uh, I guess '90s yeah. or maybe '90s. Or "Every Rose." Yeah, "Every Rose" came out a little bit later. Yeah, I think. But like, all right. So I was looking at behind the lyrics on Spotify. About okay. Every rose says it's torn. Did you know that the guitar solo for uh, Every Rose Has a Thorn? I think tops in the chart, like top one hundred worst guitar solos of all time. It's, it's it's not the best guitar solo. I still thought it was a solid guitar it's, solo. It's simplistic, but it in a, it is it, it's simplistic. But I feel like the song's simple. It's okay. Well, it's when a you, when, song. all right. So like anybody I mean, who knows what, it, anybody who knows what, how to play chord? guitar, it's a simple song. It's three you, chords. You isn't go, it? Yeah, it's three chords. You go G something da 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 da. G 
knock on your guitar. Yeah, that's it. It, it's so simple. It follows a basic pattern of rock it songs. It really does. Really so challenge like the, yeah, anything so musically. It doesn't, but it's the lyrics but that it attack fit, it, you it, mentally. It, the lyrics is what gets you. The overall, the it is. instrumental part of it is just very simplistic and very basic, and you don't really challenge or push the envelope with it. But lyrically, See, it but hits you. See, sometimes it's harder to do something simple than it is to do something complicated. And so that's where I'm but on the fence about this. Would you call it a simplistic this. masterpiece? Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like every rose has its thorn. You turn on the radio, when you hear that, you're going to know what song it is. And no matter if you hate it or love it, you can probably sing you're, along the words to it. And then you you're going to immediately get hit with, this song reminds me of... Some, maybe yeah, maybe some old flame, like maybe yeah. something close along the way. Uh, "Can't Fight This Feeling" is actually a ni another 1980 song too. Um, it was uh, it was it's actually like released in the night. It was in right? uh, it was released in 1985, and uh, it's uh, I mean of course it's appeared on a bunch of their albums, made famous in 1985. So they're both 80 songs. You know, as as we talk about it more. I mean, I'm really leaning towards, you know, every rose has its thorn. I know, I know, it, 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 it hurts me too. Can't like this feeling comes on, I can't help You get head. into it. You can't yes. help but every rose has its thorn. It. Like, yeah. You can't even sing yeah. along. You can't, like, the words are super simplistic, but like eventually halfway through the song, it just hits you because yeah. it... And I feel like the most part that hits in every rose has its thorn is probably after that second verse where it kind of just dies and it's just Brett Michaels on the guitar and it's just like... Echoes that you get a lot of reverb and echo off of him, just like, da -da -da. but I'm, like, knock I'm, on also, the guitar, a, I'm like, also a sucker for acoustic. Like it hits emotionally, the acoustic hits it. Okay, so I think I think we can. I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think we vote. can unanimously come around to that. It's every rose has a thorn. Yeah. Uh, so so poison. Yeah. So I vote every rose has a thorn. Okay. So poison. Yeah. So okay. So poison is moving on to the second round. Going down, we have uh, candle in the wind, which is a Elton John classic from 19, uh, 1973. and we have open arms by Journey. That was also released in nineteen eighty one. I mean, we, we have a pretty stiff competition because, you know, Elton John, verbally gay. Uh, also, his Candle in the Wind is coming off Yellow Brick Road, which is yep. probably one of his more it's It's one of his more successful selling albums ever. Take Kind of take that into effect. And it's also re was released 10 years earlier than Open Arms by Journey. Journey wasn't truly appreciated till later in the years, far after. Uh, I don't know about that. And stuff, I feel like Journey started getting a lot more appreciated with like Don't Stop Believing lights like all of Well that's because our generation I think our parents I think our parents generation kind of went still, through a journey I, I phase too but our, was ahead I think of its time with its like with their music I feel like they were still ahead of their time they weren't truly appreciated till the early 2000s the late 90s like the 90s time when they were coming out with this stuff in the 80s and they were absolute bangers they were absolute masterpieces and I feel like they weren't appreciated early on as much as they were later on. I mean, we're not, argue, little, we're not arguing yeah. the appreciation of their time. We're arguing See, whether, but I which feel songs like When's better. the last time you listened to Open Arms, though? Like, compared to, I guess, Candle in the Wind, which I've for me... I think I, I think I probably heard... I think I probably heard Open Arms I've more times than Candle in the Wind. Yeah, than Candle See, in the Wind. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like, when it comes on the radio, I definitely hear Open Arms way more than Candle in the Wind. But it's been a long time since I've listened to like either of them. Like yeah, listen to like never, sit down and I never purposely it. look yes, out exactly. for these. So I never purposely, yeah, purposely it, go looking for these songs. They just kind of come up. Yeah, and it, like, yes. it's been a yeah, long no, time absolutely. since I sat down and appreciated either of these songs to decide which one I would choose. Either Personally, I would have to go open arms. Just yeah, yeah just because of name just, recognition. Just yeah, point, because like at the heart, at the same time in the heart, I'm, I love Elton John. But it's been so long since I've listened to either. I'm just gonna have to go with Journey. Open arms. Okay. I think Elton John has better ballads than. 
yeah, I think, uh, well, actually, you know what? I think Journey and Elton John both have their equal share of, of oh, uh, sing-along songs yeah, exactly. because, I mean, yeah. Elton John's kind of had, like, his musicals too. And, and oh, Journey, yeah. Journey hasn't. Journey hasn't had their, like, musicals and all that, but they do have, like... They have like five to seven songs that are like everybody can sing. And oh, same absolutely. with Elton John too. But, uh, you know, Elton John was on the scene before uh, Journey was. So. All right, so then we hit the problem of did we choose the right song for the ballad in the bracket? Because to to represent right, – right. because you could you could put Benny and the Jets before uh, – if we want could, to talk about – You could even put Yellow Brick Road. Uh, Song-wise, we're taking open arms, Journey. Yes. I, I, I see yeah. that why because it's a better right. song than Candle and Wind so for sure. So when it comes down to it – because well, we're we're, we're just going off we're just going off what we can right now. We can yeah. we can add another entire bracket because yeah. we have twenty we have twenty two bands. We're going with right now. Yeah, right, we have so twenty two. So we're going open arms. Yeah, so we're going open yeah, arms. Guns and Roses, November Rain versus the Foreigner. I want to know what love is. Okay, so November Rain is Guns and Roses, nineteen ninety one. It's an eight minute fifty seven second song. Um, I want to know what love is. It's Foreigner, nineteen eighty four, and uh, it's a five minute song. Uh, six uh, six twenty three, an extended version. Both are pretty well recognized names. True. I, I'd have to argue that I want to know what love is is more widely known. Widely known than yeah, yes, November I, Rain. Absolutely. You know, and I hate that I'm having to choose Foreigner over. Uh, yeah. I, based on this, I, I'm taking. Yeah, based I, on this, I'm taking Foreigner over Guns N' Roses. I'm just gonna November have to go Rain is a is a beautiful, fantastic song. But I don't know what love is. is just more iconic to it. It hits a little bit more, I guess, at home. A little more emotionally. Yeah, a little more emotional than November Rain. You know, okay. and the, I'm wrong. They're both amazing songs, but I will have to choose. Well, that's I'll have to choose Foreigner over that. Well, that's perfectly fine. So we're gonna get, we're gonna take Foreigner. That already uh, picks our left side of our bracket. I'm gonna. So the next one's gonna be knocking on uh, Heaven's Door. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan uh, versus uh, CCR. I see. Uh, as long as I can see the light. I'm going to have to go Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan. on this one. Yeah, all the way. Oh, Bob Dylan's man. Here. I see. All right. Just the way he goes the way, about the, the song way he delivers so, all of it. Just yeah, change my mind. Plead your case right. for, no, no, for no. CCR. I mean, it's hard. No, because I want to go Bob Dylan, but I still feel like we should give CCR a little bit more of a chance with it. Just, I'm like I don't even know. Well, it's here. Just, I, just I, change, change our mind. Change yeah, our mind when we can, we can switch it. I don't even it. know how to change your mind because I'm trying to find out a way to change my mind to choose. Long as I can see light over knocking on heaven's door, but and it breaks my heart because as long as I can see the light is one of my favorite ballads. But I guess compared up to knocking on heaven's door is Bob Dylan's. It's just so. It's well, it puts me at ease. Is it, it is. It is. Because as soon as you hear it and you get the background going, hmm. But I also have to agree that, but you also have to think, consider that uh, Knocking on Heaven Door, Bob Dylan's version versus Guns N' Roses are two entirely different yeah, oh, songs. Absolutely. No, They're absolutely. Bob Dylan's really more of acceptance of I've reached the end. Like where... I've reached the age where life starts life stops giving and does more taking and, well, you and know, Guns and Roses like, is more I mean, about going yeah, out yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. like you know Bob Dylan's come to that age where he's grown and appreciated and like accepting all Absolutely. these things but then like you get GNR is like exactly it's a blaze of glory they're going out like I mean you get it's the, a young man dying it, versus an old man I've exactly. lived life and I know and, like, what it's about and exactly I, that's why GNR's I have version, to go you get like the whole I guess voicemail thing where it's like they call up and stuff, and I'm not a big fan of them throwing all that in there. But yeah, I, I, Bob Dylan's is just so—I mean, it puts you to ease. I mean, it like 
It's listening to the old man in the barbershop who's seen a thing or two. Yeah. It, it's it's crawling in that coffee shop and seeing the old man crawl up there on a guitar that might have never seen the light of day, but damn, he can attack your heart like you don't even know. Okay, so, yeah, so we're taking we're taking Bob Dylan now to the next round. I think the next one's gonna be rough. Oh, the next one is definitely gonna be rough. So we have we have 1973's uh, Glenn Fry and Don Henley's Desperado, um, the Eagles, huge name, and then a huge hitter here is the 1977 Fleetwood Mac's Dreams, also coming off probably one of their biggest albums, Rumors. Dreams is actually, I think, the only like number one Fleetwood Mac, like the only Fleetwood Mac song to reach a number one spot. Over Rhiannon, The Chain, Landslide, Secondhand News. Let's check. I'm pretty sure Dreams is the only song for Fleetwood Mac that ever hit number one. And that's crazy to think about because when you think about Fleetwood Mac, they have so many good songs. They do, but like uh, I'm going to I'm go ahead and place my stake and I'm going to have to go Desperado. <sighs> Yeah, I which know. is hard which is which is I a know. hard. That's a hard. That's a hard thing, but just Desperado like is just so. Talk about it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Desperado. I mean, Coker, you are Coker. You are on point. Yeah, so it no, says it only, says in the U.S. Dreams yeah. reached the top spot on the Billboard it's Top the 100. The band's only number back. one single. It's it sold over a million copies, and yep. in Canada, it reached number one also on their RPM singles chart as well. Yep. So it's their number one hit. I'm pretty is, sure Fleetwood Mac's Dreams is the only one to ever hit number frick. one for Fleetwood Mac. Like over Landslide, Rhiannon, The Chain, Secondhand News, all of it. And See, I'm like, I'm I'm split because both of them are great. Uh, I you know I think if we're gonna do this comparison, both are great ballads. Of the album with. Uh, a certain kind of fool and uh, cause a little trouble tonight. Shit, it's probably my favorite. Was it Desperado, its own. No, Desperado is off of like my favorite Eagles album because. <clears throat> um, it was off. It says Desperado. Yeah, no, the album's the Desperado because at the end they do a remix of Desperado and uh, Doolin Dalton, and then also it also has a uh, Tequila Sunrise. Oh, Tequila Sunrise. Yeah, it's a song, man. And I feel like you can't even throw the Eagles in it. So we're gonna look. We're gonna look at the. We're gonna look at the track list. Man, this is a really hard choice because I mean, you get the Eagles. This is like a one versus two, yeah, to be honest. Really is. These. So you this got, is you like got Glenn Fry. You got Don, Don Henley. Don Henley's masterpiece of all songs. I mean, of all the Eagles songs, I mean, Desperado easily rises up there with Hotel California and One of These Nights. It's just one of those that will always. Desperado can just speak to you sometimes. Especially when you're in that time of your life when you know you're just, I don't know, maybe you got out of a little bit of love or you got out of something. Things just aren't clicking. Yeah, and things aren't clicking. And you're like, you know, I'm going to just close off and I'm going to do me for a little bit. And then you hear Desperado come on. It's like, uh, no. And, but then at the no, same because time, if he's talking about breaking free, that's what dreams is all about. Because she goes yeah, off. Dreams, now you want to hear you hear what you again. Free. You say you want your freedom. See, well, now you yeah. Get, dreams is hold about it. breaking free. Desperado is about opening yourself up to get captured, homie. Because the Queen of Hearts is always your best bet, is what it is. Like I feel like Desperado for me when I listen to it is more about quit fencing off people and love and attempts at love. Or anything of the sort like that, and open up and let it happen to where dreams is more of a breaking free and moving on and, and getting something out and, and continuing on with everything. I have to be the one who decides when it goes on. Um, I feel like I'm leaning more towards, I guess, dreams for me. Uh, maybe it's because I'm such a Scooby fan. 
But I think for me, I'm, I'm going to choose Dreams over Desperado. Okay, so Dreams is going to the second round. So we definitely have a weird... Turn the page, Bob Seger. Well, all right, we'll throw Bob Seger's turn the page against Wild Horses Rolling Stones. Whew. I'm going to go Bob Seger. Yeah, I was going to say Bob Seger. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm already Bob Seger. turn the page, yeah. and it's just because I'm a huge Bob fanboy. And don't get me wrong, I love the Stones, love Keith Richards. I, he's an idol to me in the way he plays and the style. Will be uh, Wild Horses is uh, Rolling Stones is, a, is an amazing song, but against Bob Seger, I'm just gonna have to plow through and say Bob Seger. Wild yep. Horses is a fantastic song, Bob Seger. Okay, so we have Bob Seger going on the next round. The okay, last, wait. Last okay, so uh, Wind of Change is Scorpions, correct? correct. Wind of Change, uh, and then uh, Sister, Sister Christian is not Ranger. Christian. Yeah, so you so you guys can hear it at home. I'm gonna just play some Scorpions, uh, some Wind of Change. You play Wind of Change by the Scorpions. What changes it for me? Why over Night Ranger is because the guitar solo, the guitar licks coming into it. It's just I don't know. I mean, I feel like you can hear somebody speak some serious wisdom and love and knowledge to you through an instrument, and the fact that you can do that is incredible. But I feel like the Scorpions communicated that with the intro guitar solos and stuff of like that. So I'm going to choose when to change over Sister Christian. I'm going to have to I, I'm going to go Sister. Um, but also I have to add that when to change is more well known. My vote is Sister Christian. So y'all are when to change Scorpions. Now I'm sticking to when to change Scorpions forever and true. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not actually back. Well, All right. You know you what? I'm not, the tie, I'm not the tiebreaker. You just ruined no, it. Like, no, like Sister Christian is a great song, and it has that moment at the end where it's like, but yeah, I mean, no, with when to change. With when to change, just. Okay. When to change, it's, it's, it's the got the round. wisdom in it that you want. It's got the. It's just. The, I don't know. It, it's to, just to, a, to me, and it's not even. It's just a. Not a technical. Not technically, just to me, when to change is just more. More of a ballad. Oh, yeah, that's No, that's. Yeah. I feel like for Night Ranger, I feel like they only have two songs to kind of contribute, and Sister Christian's the only one that's going to make the bracket. Okay, so we have our last one before we move oh, on to the next round. So no, we have Old Man no, Neil Young, dude. and we have Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Oh, man. Uh, this is a pretty tough matchup here. Uh, it really is. Yes. Oh, I, I know which way I'm leaning, but I'd like to hear the arguments before I. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna. No, I want to hear y'all's argument before I make a decision. Shit. All right. Old, old, okay. Um, so old man is like you kind of you see you seen your father or grandfather, you know, just kind Actually, of age. Fun fact: uh, when he wrote this song, it was about he purchased a ranch from an older gentleman. Older man. Okay. And from an older gentleman and. He wrote the song about him that he, he was. Oh, so when he gets to an old age. Yeah. So yeah, so he, he's looking he down was, the road. He, he wrote this song. He wrote this song about seeing an older man run this farm and ranch and he running this stuff. Like the whole operation, he was running it. And he just looked at him and was like, like old man, look at my life. You know, like, I mean, he, he wrote that <coughs> about. wasn't about his father. Me. It's not cats in the cradle. It's not about his <gasps> like that see that's another one it's, we we missed a lot but i feel i mean old man i mean when you look at like the true story behind it it's, it's not about his father it's not about anything like that it's about looking at a man who has lived his life he's done what he's done and he's just that's what i'm gonna become like i mean he he's lived his life he's worked his whole life on this one thing he's he's dedicated his whole life to this 
farm to this ranch to this hard life yeah, of like working he, yeah he, to this hard life of working it's not when, much but it's honest work it's not <laughs> it's, it's, honest, it's not right, but, yeah. it's not much but it's honest work exactly and, and, and there's something to respect story, behind and, that and there's a to... lot of respect that can go behind that but, but then you get the story behind wish you were here and it's oh uh what's his name and the member of pink floyd and he had real bad depression and anxiety wasn't feeling comfortable with the whole pink floyd thing and all the fame they were getting and he dropped out right when like pink floyd was getting a lot of their fame and he dropped out and that's what the song wish you were here was about and it's about oh uh what's his name the member of pink floyd is one of the original founders of pink floyd that dropped out and they wrote about it and like that's what the song is about is wanting him like wishing he was there because he was one of the original founders he created a lot of like the music and the sound that you hear Pink that's Floyd. a great story but and, ballad wise there's something wise, to be said but, looking into the yeah if you're looking into the future yeah. like your senior future self i mean yeah old man's gonna take it any day of the week now yeah i mean you see like that but they're, they're, they're both like, amazing stories but, they're both amazing songs i'm gonna have to go old man Yo, old man, too, and since you kind of explained it, I mean, because Wish You're Here about, you know, you lose a band member, you want yeah. them to come back. Old man, you're looking into the future, but it's it a little bit more sentimental. It's, it's, no, it's a it friend, wasn't who, about doesn't, that, but it's see, a friend like, who doesn't hang out with you anymore versus no, the other. see, it's not about the friend who's not hanging out with you anymore. It's the friend that saw the opportunity in what you were building and chose to pursue something different because that's what he knew he would lo- end up loving and, and not regretting for the rest of like. It's missing a friend versus that. looking at... I mean, it's not choosing a friend. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not choosing, it's, it's not missing, missing a friend. It's about your friend choosing a higher path for himself. I mean, sure. I mean, he left. You're still maybe missing yeah. your friend, though. You're not missing. Friend. They were still friends. He just wasn't no, no, touring no, and a, performing or writing anymore. You wish your friend he was a part a of this thing life. that y'all created together, and then he bowed out for his own very valid reasons. Like very like, valid reasons. And I think when you look at his valid reasons, that the fact that he chose that over uh, your part, Pink Floyd. You're going to be a part of one of the most amazing bands, most incredible experiences in the world, and you're choosing to opt out for your own mental health and decision to, to pursue a different life. When you're about to be a part of one of the most, I mean, I guess at the time they didn't know, but one of the most influential bands of all time. And you're going to choose your own well-being and your loved one's well-beings and stuff mm-hmm. around you over the chance to be Jimi Hendrix, David Gil, like like those people. And I mean, I feel like when you get both of those stories intact, I mean, it is hard to choose because you get both of those intense stories together with both of those musical masterpieces. It's really hard to choose. I'm I think I'm. Sold on old man. I think all right. So old man's definitely gone through. Doesn't matter what I choose. For me, I'm choosing wish you were here. So we're continuing our uh, thought ballad. Start back up from our top left corner here. Uh, we have Vienna versus Dust in the Wind by Kansas. You know, we can might as well just book right. Vienna all the way up to... Yeah, I would put Vienna all the way up next to Tuesday's Gone. Okay, uh, so we have so we have Tuesday's Gone versus Every Rose Has Its Thorn. And I'm, I'm choosing Tuesday's Gone again over Every Rose. I'm kind of split here. I'm kind of split. I kind of I really like Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Every no, every even though well, I grew up on Poison, so I'm a little biased. But I mean, even then, I still I can still recognize Tuesday's Gone being. I don't want to say superior. All right, so Tuesday's so Tuesday's Gone is going on in the next round. Uh, yeah, Open Arms versus I want to know what love is. Uh, Foreigner versus Journey. All right, well, I'm hearing some. Are you grunts? You proper? Yeah, no, I'm a. Uh, I'm, uh, like, I'm hearing some grunt. You grunt? You proper? That's, that's, me, that's me grunting. I'm. I'm yeah, on. I'm on. All right, all right, all right about this you, one, boys. Open arms versus. I want to know what love is. Well, let's well, hear your what, case. Let's what, hear your what's, case. What's your argument? 
Because I'm my argument is there's so open arms is just a better song than I want to know what love is. I want to know what love, love is. Like don't get me wrong, I want to know what love is is amazing, but like yeah, I'm with Kate on that. I am yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not to take like open arms. Candles. We're gonna go ahead and go open arms. Is that is that kind of where we're at? Yeah, yeah I know it's uh it's kind of unanimous. Open arms. Tuesday's gone and Vienna Ooh. left. Pretty sure Vienna is gonna yeah, go ahead and get the buy because right. they're uh. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're like Vienna's like the number one seed. Okay, so now we go on to our um, our east side. Um, it's not knocking on heaven's door. Dreams. All right, so let's deal, let's deal with knocking on heaven's door versus dreams. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take dreams over uh, Bob Dylan. Oh, absolutely! All right, right, right I'm gonna right have to do the argument behind this one. Is this we already had our debate over um, dreams and Desperado uh, when it comes to Eagles or uh, Fleetwood Mac. And it's all uh, Stevie Nicks versus. Uh, well, I think it kind of like break up and then knocking on heaven's door. You know, you're dying. You're basically in the first song, Bob Dylan. You're dying. Yeah. Dreams is you're gonna have. You're going through a pretty big breakup, and you're like kind of like you kind of wish it was this, and it's not like that. Honestly, I mean, Bob Dylan, more sentimental. Fleetwood Mac, more reality. Because um, for okay. me, Fleetwood Mac, more reality to me. It dreams is, you're, you know, you're kind of, you want that perfect relationship. Yeah. Um, knocking on heaven's door is like, yeah, you're, you're about to die. You know, hopefully you lived your life a good life. I mean, that's, that's kind of how I see it. Oh, man. So, right. so my, my vote is ultimately dreams. That's, right. that's dreams. So for me, this was blasphemous to say. Hey, you're the type That's not going to hurt my feelings. Yeah, this, yeah, is, this is all yeah, like, yeah. this is... This is the opinion this of is, four horsemen minus one. Yeah, this is... Yeah, so that gets three horsemen. One. I'm so on the fence about this Yeah, one. it sucks being a tiebreaker, doesn't it? It, it kind of <laughs> sucks. Hey, yeah. I'm going to spit in your fucking omelet tomorrow. Hey, who says you're going to get up early enough to make omelets, homie? Yeah, you got a point. I'm probably going <laughs> to die tonight. Dreams. Just because I'm getting older and enough to the point where I can appreciate... Shut the f***. Uh, dude, you're like 23 years old. You're not even. Says the youngest guy in the room. Yeah, says yeah, says the youngest guy in the room for sure. The youngest guy in the room. I feel like I've gotten old enough. I'm ready to die. No, I felt. I felt like we. You know, I think. I think dreams for us is more relatable because we all have gone through heartbreak. And I'm. I'm gonna go dreams, and I hate it because knocking on heaven's. No, both of them are a tough decision, but Fleetwood Mac is gonna move on. Yeah, I'm gonna call it Bob Seger. Versus uh, Wind of Change. Turn the page versus Wind of Change. <laughs> Turn the page versus Wind of Change. Turn the page versus Wind of Change. All right, man. I hate to say it, you know, like all how much I gushed about Wind of Change. Once again, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Bob Seger fan boy. I'll have to go turn the page, just because like when you get like that 1979 live version, he's like, this is a song. He's like breathing real hard into the mic. If you like ever listen to the live version on Spotify, he's yeah, like breathing yeah. in the mic real heavy before he plays. He's like, this song, road hat. He like breathes a lot and stuff. But like, I mean, you feel connected. You feel, you feel, yes, exactly. I, I couldn't think of a better word. I, I think you feel more connected to it lyrically because I mean, I'm, there's three of us sitting in the room. And I guess that you feel what he's going through at that point. You know, I mean, he talks about, you know, about you're thinking about the girl that you just met at the bar but at the same time you're thinking about the girl that you left at home to like go out and do this like to, to chase your dreams to go out there and do that to be the next bob Seger, the next mick jagger and then you do that and you get and you get that and he's like you're sitting there and you smoke the day's last cigarette and you're just thinking you're just thinking about what she said like what she said to you but what did she say to you? You, you, you get that connection that you feel with 
him as an artist that I mean you get with a lot of artists but I mean it's rare when when you get such a connection with an artist and I feel like Bob Seger can maintain a connection more than a lot of people we have on this battle like you're gonna throw on I mean we have Turn the Page by Bob Seger on there but you could throw Night Moves on there like who can't relate to Night Moves I mean I get unless you were just one of that those people who weren't willing to take a risk and do stuff in high school and stuff but you get that that sense of Night Moves like you're just you're working on some teenage like moves like you're, you're just working on some front page driving news yeah. like hey i took her to the drive you know you get that connection to it you like, like it's just that so relatable yes the, the excitement the relatableness so I'll, so what what, what, what are you sitting on <laughs> yeah I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and uh, do turn the page as well because i i just know more I uh, bob seger because bob seger is just so good at relating God, so to you. good dude yeah, it's, uh, it's, and it's even, it's, and it's not just re relating to a certain age group. It's just relating overall to. So then we have old man and old man. Yeah, I was gonna say we. We weren't five months ago. Five months ago. Five months ago, when I wanted to buy tickets to Bob Seger, we weren't broke and we could have went and saw Bob Seger band, but nobody wanted to go with me because they're a Kiwi. Oh, shut the f up! Oh, we were it. Who was I with? I was at Charlie B's. Yeah, we were at Charlie and we were at Charlie Charlie Bees, and there was I was, a bunch of I was texting y'all. I was texting y'all when we were, were doing this. Because we were there, and I went, who wants to go see Seeker? like five months ago. I swear it was fucking summer. It was like five months no, ago. We were, no, All right, so we're now, so we're back to the left side. Vienna's already in the finals. So that means we have Tuesday. It's we have Vienna Tuesdays. Tuesdays gone. No, it's it's Tuesdays gone versus open arms. No, Leonard Skinner no. over fucking journey any day of the week. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't even know how that's even a a, a choice. Yeah. We might as well just argue every fucking song by each artist if we're gonna do this. Yeah, no, I'm choosing Tuesdays. Going might as well just pick the best song from each artist. Okay, uh, we have a, so old man versus turn the page. You oh, played a really good. Yeah, you played no, a really yeah. good case for yeah, all of no, these yeah, songs. No, I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, you are no, you are really. expert here. Yeah, you're and, getting into it. And that's a hard decision, you know, being the Bob Seger fanboy that I am. And even oh, it's just. I'm gonna have to go old man. I'm just as a go, just, based, I'm gonna go have to turn that, the that page. is purely based on what's more of a ballad. I'm gonna have to go turn the page for me and personal reasons because. Well, no, you're it, it's because no, because old man is. I'm gonna get to live that. I'm I'm gonna get to see myself become that old man that I've watched grow old and like do the work, be an honest, hardworking man. He might have made a good living, but he made a hard, honest living. And I'm I'm gonna grow old. I'm gonna become that person. But I don't know if I'm gonna to get to grow up and become the person who gets to tour and experience what Bob Seger went through, and I've, I feel the connection that I have with Bob well, Seger going through that is why I'm gonna choose. Is because you're gonna be able to live it. Yeah, but Bob Seger. See, but, uh, but, okay, okay, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, no. Okay, so turn the page is basically about him being on the road, being a rock star. Being on the road, being a rock star, exactly. And it's something I might not ever get to experience. And so, which is why like, you're more able to relate to old. Yeah, man. To, yeah. So wait, I'm gonna go ahead and choose old man off that logic man, then. But I want to choose something I'm not gonna be able to relate to and experience because I won't have what if that you opportunity. Can? What if you can? Well, if I could, yeah, man, that would be something. So we got we got old man. Yeah, so old man's gonna move old on. Man's old man, old man versus dreams, and then we have we have Vienna versus Tuesday's gone. Okay, I don't even. Know. We're in the final four here, um, in our top what? bracket. Yeah, dude, we haven't even had to discuss Vienna. That's how uh, how good that song is. We haven't even discussed Vienna. It, it literally it just, just wins. Blown past yeah, no, it, yeah. it just breezes by. It, it's it just beating it, the, oh, the lower dust seats. Dust in the wind, my god. <laughs> dust in the wind didn't even make it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, and it breezed by. Like, all right, I'm gonna choose Vienna. Yeah, and for me, personal reasons, because I can, I can 
relate to the lyrics. You just said you can relate because you didn't relate to it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm saying I, I'm choosing Bob Seger. There's something I'm well because I can relate to both Vienna and Tuesdays, which I'm still. I guess when me and you and Zach were talking about it, it's one of the songs that I'm still. Every time I listen to it, I figure a little something else about it and about myself. Mm. And Tuesday's Gone is one of those songs for me, but Vienna. You it's always just find the part. something new in Tuesday. Yeah, but exactly. You always find something new in Tuesday. And I feel like you can relate to it, but I feel like I can relate to Vienna more with it just because it's a little bit of something that I'll never get to be in and something I'll never experience in my life. At the same time, it's something that I experience every day in life and something that I'm going to continue to experience. And I feel like Vienna, I get a little bit of best of both worlds. Well, also, uh, Tuesday's Gone on. is like barely any lyrics. It's it's really repetitive compared to Vienna. It really is. And, um, uh, yeah, Vienna, Tuesday's Gone is very basic. Vienna so just like, saying. Um, you know, like you <laughs> so can afford to Vienna. waste the. Uh, absolutely, uh, because I don't okay. even know. I don't even know why. I, honestly, I don't know why I took Tuesday's Gone all the way because just the. Uh, I just saying. Well, it's just gets me, but still, I mean, I feel like it's right. one of those songs that I discovered. Yeah, well, Vienna's already going to the national championship, so. Yeah, we might as well just just. And on the other side of the ring, we have Dreams versus Old Man. Damn it. All right, I hate to say this. It feels blasphemous to say it, but I'm going to choose Old Man over Dreams. <sighs> God. I know. It's a hard one to pick, but I'm going to go ahead and just place myself when she's Old Man. Yeah, so we're all going to grow old, but we're all going to have heartbreak at one point. Because Old Man is something I can look forward to expecting in an attempt, but I don't want to live it again. So Old Man. <laughs> That's that's my reasoning behind it. It's my only reasoning behind it. Old man's gonna take it to the national championship. So uh, we have two uh, basically. It just showed up in one. It's just there. Deanna is just like exactly like Yellow Brick Road, but uh, it was just it just made it. It just kind of made it. It just breezed past. I don't know. Like everybody knows, probably Deanna by Billy Joel, but like it takes. Sit down and listen to it. Like sit down and just genuinely listen to it. And I feel, I feel like that song just above. Rises so much just being it, just because like it is. It, it's about growing up, growing old, like chasing your dreams and doing all the like. You can do it all. Like you can do anything you want, and you can afford to lose a day or two. Like you know, like it, it's just one of those songs that'll forever just seed in. And it's a little bit of the piano licks that he throws in here and there, kind of like the end where he's like, dun, 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 dun. like he like throws in like little piano licks stuff. It's just. Overall composed, I feel like Vienna is just a okay. strong choice over Old Man. So our, old so man you can go ahead and crown our national championship as Vienna. Yeah, Vienna. Uh, they are the number one seed, and they take it. Okay, so we've we've officially crowned our champion. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and go to our first segment, and this is uh, today. I f- as I was kind of telling you guys earlier, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go and read this whole entire thing to you, and then uh, we're gonna have our reaction to it. Okay, it's it's, it's, it's kind of long. Story. This is on Reddit. This guy's username is Don't Hit Submit Three. So the title is Today I f***ed up by submitting hardcore fur- furry erotica instead of my final paper. <laughs> He said, so, I'm currently a fourth-year computer science student at a pretty respected university, and I was looking to graduate this semester. Fourth year, and he knows he's very competent with computers, and he's four years into this, and he still manages to send furry porn to his professor. Well, we don't know that. We don't don't know what the story is yet, so let's, let's get there. Let's get there. Okay. He says, one of the classes I was taking was a class in modern advancements and trends in the field of technology. While the class didn't require too much heavy lifting, it was a higher level one and re- required a good level of work. 
For our final, our professor assigned us a 20-page research paper into a current of possible or possible future technology of our choice within the field. I did my paper on Helium-3, Power Generation. I worked my ass off on this paper and in the end was super proud of it. The papers were due last night at midnight and I held off submitting on submitting my final draft till the end to get it as clean as possible. This is where I f***ed up big time. Okay, so let me tell you a little about myself. I don't work a normal job. I tried it in my first year of school and I don't really like it. I worked internships when you come up, but outside of what I really didn't work. This and being a, real, a student really doesn't mix through. So I had to make some money some way. For the past three years, I've gotten myself <laughs> by on writing hardcore erotica on commission, specifically for furries. <laughs> I would write anything, any fetish, any prompt, any premise, anything. In some parts of that community, I became really popular. At one point, I was making almost $2,500 on Patreon along with the amounts I charge my customers. Am I proud of this? No. I have written some good, some really disgusting stuff, but it paid the bills and the money was good, too good to pass up. I told myself the minute I got a real job, I was cutting and running from this work. Well, this brings us to the last night. I had not gotten any sleep for the past few nights. I had multiple projects due in the span of a few days. I was running on nothing but coffee and Rockstar. I was nothing more than a walking corpse and wanted to do nothing but sleep. I ended up doing my last read over my final paper and submitted it before sleeping. However, instead of submitting my paper, I somehow submitted one of the commissions I was working on. <laughs> this commission is not light either. It's almost 10 pages long and contains a variety of things, including vor and scat. <laughs> what? Scat is pooper. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, uh, that's so we're gonna continue here. We're almost done. So I went to bed. Submissions for the final locked, and my academic career was sentenced to death. <laughs> then and there, when I woke up the next morning, I checked my grades for my other classes before noticing an email from my professor. All it says was to come to his office after class today. I don't know how I'm gonna explain why. Instead of my final, I submitted a hardcore erotic story with a wolfman f***ing off into a dragon's stomach. <laughs> Wait, hold up. So it's oh, like your Christ. professor doesn't say anything, just says, get to my office. He's, he's either about to have some weird furry sesh with his professor. His wolf's going to be sitting there with wolf ears on his head. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, I want you to wear this tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, in my final semester of college, instead of submitting my final research paper, I submitted a hardcore furry erotic someone paid me to, to make. The professor wants to talk and I want to die. He has an update here. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and read that off. <laughs> he said, Well, I just left his office and I still want to die. Not not as much though. I took some advice from here and printed my paper out and he ha had it with me. I won't lie, when I sat down with him, I was almost in tears with, from the stress and embarrassment. I guess he picked up on that because he tried to be as nice as possible when he told me to calm down and just explain what happened. I ran down pretty much everything I said here. While he didn't agree with the avenue I was <laughs> trying, to take, trying to make money, he understood what I was doing. He had checked the submissions last night and the deadline and my submissions name struck at, stuck out immediately. It was along the lines of customer commission second draft doc. I've, had a, I've taken a class from him before and he, I was an A student. He guessed I had submitted the wrong file on accident. He told me he'd read the first page and realized it probably wasn't meant for him to read. <laughs> Respect, respect to the professor for acknowledging that it wasn't yeah. <laughs> something he should read after like the first page. But you know he started reading this and was just like, where are you going with this? <laughs> Finally here it says, 
Like I said, I still want to die. At least he understood that I'm an idiot, not malicious. Thanks, I guess, for the advice and helping me through the nervous breakdown. That was your today's up. We are going to go, we're going to run into our last segment here. This is just our recommendations. So if you have a book, TV show, or uh, new music, just go ahead and go off. Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Jay, you want to uh, start? Just start watching Game of Thrones, Coker. No, I told you, I'm not going to, I'm not watching. I'm super excited I'm not, for Yellowstone season two. I'm not watching Game of two. Thrones until it is all out because I do not want to have to wait a week to watch the next episode. That's why you need to start would, watching it now. I feel like I'm I'm gonna wait till that is on DVD too, so I can just guarantee get we through have all it of on it HBO. Yeah, just watch it on HBO. Right, exactly. But, and when the last season's on. Okay, HBO, so you so you were it. saying Yellowstone? Is Yellowstone it? season two is coming out. If you haven't watched it yet, you really need to hop on this because if you want to watch Kevin Costner be back in his prime. I would say better this than, is his, better than his prime. This is this is this is golden age Kevin Costner. This is golden age. Yes. That's what it is. Fine aged wine, Kevin Costner. Sure he is. This isn't old Kevin Costner. This is. I feel like we're getting a new season, more experience. Exactly, a more a more knowledgeable Costner. That he's he's bringing so much to this. There's role. so much there. There and with this, I mean, there's so much to build off of. There's so much to just continue. With. And not not even just the main series. You get the flashbacks of seeing oh, how these characters were formed. Exactly. Which is oh, amazing. Yes. There's so much great character development, and not only that, is you get the you get the main characters, you get the development of the main characters, you get development of the other side characters, and the hard part is. Is you love the side characters just as much as you love the main characters. Oh, absolutely. Like, you telling me Jimmy, one of the, like, least known characters on there, isn't probably one of your favorite characters on Has there? Has absolutely almost nothing to do with the story. And, and, he is no one of your, major and he is one of your most favorite characters on there. I can't wait to see how Jimmy's developed in season two. Right? And he's and season not two, even he like He's a bull rider. And, uh, to see him develop from a drug addict Nobody to doesn't a cowboy into a horse apartment. into yes. a professional rodeo. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's, yes. And there's going to be so much more character development with it. And I still think it should stick to three seasons. Oh, absolutely. 100% three season episode. I feel like it should do like... Bloodline, three seasons, which I mean, I feel like the third oh, season. Oh, yeah, no. Bloodline, slacked. yeah, third line, yeah. Third yeah, the third season kind of just slacked a lot, but I feel like Yellowstone is a three season show. Okay, so your recommendations are Game of Thrones, Yellowstone. What are you thinking? Uh, I'll let you go ahead. Uh, I need to think about my recommendations. Okay, so um, I'm going to go ahead, and my first recommendation of the week is uh, Cage the Elephant. So Cage the Elephant dropped a new album called oh, Social did, Social yeah. Cues. It is um, really awesome. Good. Awesome, really good. Goodbye, yeah, goodbye is beautiful. beautiful. Broke. I, uh, I really like Broken Boy. Night running. Broken Boy, yeah. Night running. Night running, is, night, night running has. I feel like Night Running was a little more funkier than a lot of what previous Cage. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I feel like Night Running is a lot more funkier than a lot oh, of maybe stuff they did in the past, but it works for them. Oh, absolutely. And uh, uh, Night Running, um, and also House of Glass is my favorite. Other, another House of Glass is your favorite? It was one of my least favorites. Really? My isolation. <laughs> no. Not, yeah, that's what it no, is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Oh, I'm going to add a new one. George no, Strait. No, too bad. No, oh, you're, you're done. Bad. Sorry. You're you're done. No, you're done. Yeah, shut up. You, you had your chance. It's It's done. <laughs> I guess my second re- recommendation is, is Sunday Service, Kanye, at uh, Coachella, and it, it was a oh, gospel. Uh, I know it's probably a, it's probably a little propaganda because he's trying to get like the whole black community behind him, but um, he put on a three-hour show. Nobody else has done that. Honestly, he didn't really rap at all. He did uh, he did rap Jesus Walks. 
He performed a new song called Water, and he was even producing the entire time. He had uh, DMX come out. He had Chance the Rapper come out. But other than that, those are my two. I mean, awesome. both both are music. Uh, those are both my recommendations right now. And Coker, you're just going to finish us off here. I haven't been looking at much new uh, stuff, I guess. Um, I don't know. You, you kind of, y'all both kind of took good recommendations. That was, that was a good one. I guess an older recommendation for me. Uh, I saw her... A while back at ACL, her name's Donna Missile. She's an artist. Uh, she sings. She has an album out. I can't remember quite what the album name is, but from start to finish, for me, it was definitely one of the top albums of 2018. And I will put that up against anything else out there. In my personal opinion, I feel like uh, Donna Missile's album really sit above the most. Very empowering for females but not only that it was just empowering for anybody who might be going through maybe the same situation when you listen to it i feel like she just has an amazing powerful voice i feel like it's really underrated uh she was one of the i guess openers at acl she was there at like 12 30 in the afternoon was that day you had to i mean she had a crowd of maybe 50 people and she went up there with her and I believe it was her brother and her cousin or somebody was playing the instruments. There were three people went up on stage, one played drums, one played guitar, and one sang. It was Donna Missile who sang. But she did a phenomenal job, and she turned her crowd of about, I feel like it was 25, 50 people, and she turned it into about 300 to 400 people by the end of her. To by the end of the set, holy shit, there were thousands. I think she did an amazing job. I, I think that was uh, that's probably going to be my only recommendation is to listen to uh, Donna Missile's album. Uh, I think it goes from girl to goodnight. It's a beautiful album. It'll put you in perspective sometimes if you need to hear it. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Okay. That about wraps it up. So add us on our Twitter page at Heart of Texas Pod and go check out our Facebook page, Heart of Texas Podcast. We also have our email as well at heartoftexaspodcast at gmail.com. Email us anytime. We will answer back pretty quickly. Other than that, love you guys. the 127 studios in Waco, Texas. This has been the Heart of Texas podcast.